All right, welcome to the OVNI interviews. I'm your host, Eric Bork. Here on the OVNI interviews, we interview people who are making money in our new digital world. We highlight and break down how they do it. And today's guest, I typically give an introduction about our academy, Social Media Digital Agency. And I oftentimes tell the stories of the members who have had success. Today, instead of telling you that in the intro, we are going to interview one of our star students. His name is Lucas. Lucas, pronounce your last name for us. Lindstrom. And he is from Stockholm, Sweden, from a, a city called or a town. What's the, the specific city that you're in? Södertälje. All right. I couldn't have said it. So (laughs) we're going to break down. So Lucas, the reason we're having Lucas on, first of all, I've become friends with Lucas. He's a skateboarder. Um, But he, he signed up for our Academy. He sent me an email and he was kind of like, should I do this? This was about four months ago. And I always respond to people I jump on. And I was like, you know, he's, he's young. I don't know if this is going to be a fit. Not that you can't do it when you're young, but um, I just like to be very realistic with people about if this is a fit or not. And after talking to him for a while, I realized he had already taken two courses from really good people um, and really good courses on social media marketing and having an agency. And so at that point, I was like, I, you know, I, I'll tell you, I, I know you can get results. You've already taken a couple courses, but... After talking to him a while, I realized, hey, I think this is a fit. So now today, what we're going to do, and it ended up being a fit. He signed up, at the time was making $500 a month with his parents' business, and within 60 days had a $10,000 month. Now we're going to focus on that today and kind of break down the effort that went into that and how he did it. So Lucas, I'm excited to break down your story. Yeah, I'm super excited to be on the podcast. Super awesome, excited. man. We're excited to have you. So, so let, let's kind of do a little bit of background. You're a skateboarder and you're actually a sponsored skateboarder, right? Yeah, so I'm a skateboarder, a sponsored skateboarder, if you want to put it that way. And yeah, I've been skating for nine years and tried to skate as much as I can nowadays. But like if I can get like I think I can get like two sessions a week yeah. at this point because like running the agency takes so much time and I put in so much effort into it. So yep. that's, my, that's my focus at the moment. Love it. So what time is it there right now? It's right over here. It's 10 o'clock yeah. PM. What time yeah. is it where you're yeah, at? So, so I literally woke up like 30 minutes ago. So if I sound weird, that's why. That's my but what time is it? Use. Yeah, it's 7 a.m. here. Yeah. I sent you an email. Um, I was going to do a podcast this week. Um, typically, we have Mikey on in the beginning of the month, but he's just been so jammed. We couldn't pull it this month. Um, I talked to him today for a little bit. but um, So I was going to do a podcast myself and just I always try to think of value and then add value to the audience what's the most valuable thing I learned this month. And I was like, you know what I thought about, I'm like, we need to break down Lucas's story. Um, so, so that's what we're going to do. It's seven in the morning over there, 10 PM here. I'm going to upload this thing tonight. So Lucas, let's talk about your month of $10,000, but let's back up a little bit and let's talk about 
your preparation for starting your own agency. And, yeah. and this, this point, I, I want to harp on this point because there's a lot of back in the day, let's rewind 20 years, maybe 15 years. There was a lot of young kids that wanted to, to make videos and shoot photos back then. What you did, there was no content back then, back then what you did is you got hired, you got hired by a magazine, you got hired by a corporation to take photos or make videos for them. And like in surf, skate, snow, BMX, you would take photos or video for that company. Um, nowadays, everyone knows that they, they all have a camera in the, in the palm of their hands. And, and a lot of people have made videos, made YouTube channels and, and are very familiar with making content. So kind of what we've done with Avni is we've said, hey, these, th this group of content creators needs to know how to monetize making content. You have all these companies that need content and need social media. And then you have these tech savvy young kids that know how to do it. So backing up, how did you learn how to make videos? Where did it start? So I've been into YouTube like my, yeah, my entire like childhood, if you can call it that. Mm -hmm. So I always been watching YouTube. I watch your videos. I watch some vlogs and yeah, just lived on YouTube when I wasn't skating literally. So yeah, like started watching a lot and eventually like made the decision to start up my own channel and, uh, posted like a lot of videos I posted at least in the beginning I posted almost every single day because I was so into it I loved making videos and like the more you do something the better you get at it and yeah eventually I got to this point where like people were actually like commenting like there's nothing like this here in Sweden and your videos are such a good quality you just like keep grinding and like try to reach out to new more new people so i like literally just keep just keep filming and uh, eventually like i got to this point where i actually can uh, make some some good edits <laughs> yeah and it's funny because i remember you saying like oh I'm, i make videos and i was like send me one and you sent me this sushi video and i was yeah. like dude that was a really good video like that was a really good video so you, you got to be really good at making videos. Um, and, and how long before, I haven't asked you this before, how long before our, signing up for our course did you sign up for the two other courses? Oh, it was like, you mean what time I signed up for the first two courses? Yeah, like how long before signing up like for? Six months, probably. Six months, okay. So, and, and how did you kind of discover taking courses on starting an agency did you just see something online or how did you yeah, find that yeah so i started to like when i got into it i just like in the beginning i only did youtube but mm -hmm. found out that you can't learn everything like the nitty-gritty on youtube so yep. that's why like i found like two people that i yeah i liked them and so i bought their courses and yeah okay so you when you say YouTube, you, you're referring to, you did your own channel, but then also you were learning. Do you yeah, mean exactly, you were learning exactly. on? Okay. So you were like, how do I do this? And then you do YouTube it and figure it out. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then 
And then tell us about your parents' business and how you got started with that. Did you go to them and say, please let me do your marketing? How did that work out? Yeah, so it's funny because, uh, yeah, we just sat at the dinner table and like I looked at their Instagram and like thought, this is so bad. This is like destroying the reputation. Uh, so, and we talked about it for a bit and I asked them like, can I try to run this page for you guys or... And they were like stoked because they don't know what to do with it. So, so yeah, I did that for free, like the first couple of months just to like get some, or no, you know what? I, I, I said like, can I run this page? And if I run it for like two months, I can get this sheep course just to like get started. And that's how I got started the first okay. I worked for free, like two months and just had my research from YouTube that I've been looking up and for bought my first course with my first two salaries, so to speak. Okay. So that's, so you basically said, mom and dad, let me, let me run the Instagram and then I'll buy these courses and look, I can do what I'm doing for you and take it to other people and make money. No, I never thought I could do that. I just thought it would be <laughs> really? a fun thing. I just wanted to like give them as much value. So that's why I wanted to get a course and okay. Yeah. Oh, so you wanted to get the course so you could do better for them. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So I never like thought you can, could do this as a, like a full-time job and like agency. No, never. Okay. So then what, when did it went? Okay. So when did it click that you could make money doing it? Like I saw these people on YouTube and who said like, oh, you can make all this money this quick and just sign some some clients on the retainer and you'll be set. <laughs> but like it's so much more difficult in real life than yep. some on online entrepreneurs say it is. And when it like the first time I like heard they say like you can get retainers and all of that, I like thought about it and was like, yeah, that's true. Like I have my parents now and if I can like get some results for them, I can approach, maybe they have some friend I can approach and yep. maybe there from there I can just keep scaling it. Yep. Okay. So is this before or after you joined our course? This is way before, like this is my first, first introduction. Okay. And then you started, so you, you took the two courses, um, and one was Iman Ghazi. The other one, what was the other course that you took? This was, uh, Ollie Chapman. And I actually like a couple of days ago, I looked back to the course because on teachable, you still have all the courses you have ever bought. So I just went in and looked at it and it was such a, like, I wouldn't say it was a scam because like, from for me in the beginning that was like really good it was so much yep. value like to get started but like looking back it was like he he said nothing special at all he it was okay. so basic everything so that was the first guy because yeah, exactly. I, Iman's is on ClickFunnels right yeah exactly okay so okay so the first one you didn't get much from the second one though Iman his course is decent right yeah yeah absolutely it's yeah, I, I, there's always like, you can always like go more deep down on stuff, mm -hmm. but yeah, it was, that was like much more valuable, like much, much more information, but it was still like, I 
I couldn't really apply all the things I learned from the courses. Okay. And that was my problem. Like I, I can do all these Facebook ads now and I actually like started to do that for myself, like for testing out for my personal brand and mm-hmm. all of that. So, but I, I want to have to get like clients and to do everything for, but had problem like i didn't know how to reach out to them and all of that so and and that's kind of that we cover a lot of that in our course and i i we've talked about this before so i'll kind of just recap is that it's tough to make a business solely around facebook ads it's really tough to do because even the people who are really good at facebook ads cannot predict results um they get they get great results for some people and it really comes down to uh, so i can't even name off the all of the things but it's the offer it's how much budget do they have to spend on ad it's do they value what you're doing so just a facebook ads business alone is tough okay so now you've taken these courses you're kind of running ads for people and then you come across avni how did you discover avni like i I've started to follow you guys since the day you started. Like, no joke. Did you really? Yeah, because I was like a super diehard Mikey Taylor fan. I okay. Always, like, I watch all your videos. And so, so yeah, I, I, when you guys announced that you're starting Avni, and I was stoked because there wasn't anything like this for. And for me as a skateboarder, I felt so connected to you guys. Yeah. And... Uh, just started watching like in the beginning I, I only like i watched and listened to to the like the interviews but mm-hmm. nothing more and didn't really think anything else of it i like when you guys announced that you were launching this course i didn't even think about buying it because i already spent all this money on courses and like i didn't i couldn't get the money back from it and yeah, so I like I didn't have it as an option like to like join because I didn't want to waste money because Yep. Yeah. And you know what's funny? I don't think I've told you this. There's very so I I always want to hear people's situation, their story, and a lot of people I'll say like, "Hey, this is something you should sign up for and take 6 months and, and learn it." Or, "Hey, I think you can start having results right away." You were one of the few people and it's ironic because you've done so well that I was like, Oh, I don't know if you should like, Hey, you've already taken a couple courses. You're young. And then after talking to you, I was like, you know what? He's ambitious. He's got the resources. Like I think it is a fit. So I almost, and, and I'll be honest with people if I don't think it's a fit, um, I'll tell them not to do it. Uh, but it's funny because I, I was like, ah, the fact that you've already taken courses. And then I started asking, well, what do they teach in the other courses? And I realized a lot of the focus was on Facebook ads and building your business that way. And that's where I was like, aha. Okay. So now you hit me up, you and I email back and forth a few times. You sent over some questions. We jump on a call and I remember I was like, cool, I'm talking to someone from Sweden. Um, and then figure out, hey, I think this can really add value because what, what I know, my background is how to go out and get clients. So you sign up. The next morning, I look at your Instagram story. It's like 7 a.m. And you're like sitting there with coffee. Like, I can't remember what you said, but you're like, I'm going to do like, I'm going to go through this whole course. So yeah. you did, right? You went through it in like 48 hours. 
Yeah, like I did it in less time because I I did like two sit downs with the course. Okay. So I sat down for like I can't remember exactly how long the course is, but I think I spent like at with taking notes and like rewatching some. I think I spent like five hours the first day and like yeah, the rest the second day. So in okay. two like two sessions. And and people can do it at their own pace. Some people do it in a couple months. Yeah. You did it in two days. Okay, so you finish yeah. it, you're fired up. <laughs> I remember you yeah. were fired up. Yeah. You, you're yeah. like, this is, I can, I can do this. So what was it that you, what were some of the biggest things from the course that you learned that were new? So the way to look at approaching clients and like the thing I enjoyed the most and like took the most value from was the, the like the real life, examples you guys set in the course mm -hmm. with okay. how you can approach how you can like like start to like add up all your 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 like not your offers but like if i the if product I can, stack um, yep yeah yeah exactly the product stack so if i can provide them photos and video and i can provide them marketing and i can provide like all of these things uh, i can like upsell it I can upsell so many things and like, like clump some it and like get, give them some discount from it. And mm -hmm. all, all of that, it was like, so eye opening because when I actually tried it, it worked so incredibly well. It was crazy effective. Like okay. Nine and day. Let's talk about who, who was the first client that you landed? Tell us the story. Okay, now now I have to think. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, or like uh, one of the first ones that you yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. one of the first three that is a good story that you like. Yeah. So I I approached this um, here in Sweden, like, or at least in the city I live now. There's a couple like old fashion stores that have been around for like over hundred years, probably, but okay. like still still keep keeps going. And actually, my parents' business is like one of the older ones it's not that old but it's like pretty old as well can you say what your parents business is yeah it's a lamp store like a lamp, okay it's a lamp yeah. store. okay so uh, i approached this uh, it's an electronic store like for like television and radio and all of that stuff like for your mm -hmm. home like wi-fi everything so i approached them and like told them all about like how they could like really scale their business by just being present online and like maybe start to put out some content and uh, reach out to their to their audience their target audience so and like in the beginning he looked at me and was like no i don't want no <laughs> sales in here but uh. like I, I was just being because the thing is people hate when there's a salesman with, who comes in with like dress, like dressed up with like a suit and yep. like come in and do this sale pitch. But I went in there with like, I, I looked like fresh, but I had this, I had jeans and like just a blank t-shirt. And yeah. I think, I don't think I had a like hat on or anything, but like I, I didn't look as, as a salesman, but he was still like, I don't like salespeople, but you don't really look like a sales guy. So, <laughs> and you're young. So come in, let's 
talk for a bit and like i told them about helping i didn't tell him in, in the beginning it was my parents the the lamp store so that's I told good him, like i i helped this business and he was like oh that's my friends uh, or like i know <laughs> people so and uh, i showed them the results i've got for them and and he was he was super stoked and like i want to do this as well and like at the end of the meeting he was the one like when can we get started and that's like, awesome so excited and actually the first like this is crazy because i never you can't really expect the results like to be this good but we had this campaign he had ordered like these like super high end uh, flat screen TVs like super big he mm -hmm. he had ordered like i think he ordered 3 and he actually like he accidentally got 12 so he got nine like more than he wanted and he like he didn't really know what to do if he should send them back and i was like let's try to make some like cool video from it and like when you talk a little about it and like we can retarget those people who like engage with that with a like some like a small discount ad or whatever mm -hmm. and i set up this like strategy and presented it to him and he was like yeah, let's try this. Let's see if it works. And literally in one week, he sold. He so he was sold out. It was <laughs> he, like he called me. Like he was almost crying. I'm not joking. He was almost crying. He was super stoked. And um, like since that day, like I, this is why I want to do the things I do because yeah. now I'm really right. Like I'm, I'm. I'm helping people. That's what I do. And that's what I'm like starting to realize that this is, this is, this isn't for like me to make some good money. It's like, I'm actually helping people. Yeah. And that's, that's amazing. Dude, that's yeah. awesome. So let's break down that kit. That's super awesome. Let's break down that campaign real quick. So yeah. you, you, you created a video or what was the initial ad on Facebook and Instagram? Was it Facebook and Instagram or just Facebook? both okay and then did you make a video or an image a video because for him like he is this like he has a such a strong he's old he's like mm -hmm. i think he's like around 60 something but like he's been in the game for so long so he's like his personal brand is everyone who see him like knows immediately who the okay. person so i like i wanted to to use that to our to our advantage so okay so you made a video of him with the TVs and then was yeah. there an offer? No, not any offer in the video. Uh, so like just him like goofing because he's like, he's this goofy old guy that everyone <laughs> thinks is super funny. And uh, yeah, he, he just like being himself goofing around and like telling all the like super good features about the TV and like why he has it and all of that. And okay people like start to engage with it and also like from they haven't put out like any content at all ever mm -hmm. so like from nothing to like putting out that was like a pretty good like high value video as well like we yeah. or for me it was like i filmed all all everything i film is on my 70d canon 70d mm -hmm. with like i had this um yeah, like it's it's nothing special at all, but I can make actually make some good. No, content. it looks good. I've I've watched your videos; they look super professional. You've got the depth of field. You you're so the videos looked good. So you optimize that. So you place an ad, optimize it for video views, right? 
Yeah, exactly. Just to like get, uh, I split tested like getting uh, uh, video views and also interaction. But like I for this campaign, it was video views that was the like the main okay. focus because yeah. And you had the pixel installed in his website. Uh, no, actually, we didn't because they don't like have a website that I use because like. Okay. Yeah, like in this town, no, no, like small business has this their is amazing. own. Yeah, like this is, it's so different from out there, and that's also like a big thing with, like, you guys signing like these big clients over there. Like, people here does have like the as big budget, like at least the smaller businesses. Yep. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I am, um, yeah, set up the ad for video views. Just, okay ran it for i think i only ran it for at three days most and how much was the daily spend i think because we ran it for some short a short period i, th- I think it was like seven or eight bucks a day like it was, <laughs> eight bucks yeah, a day. yeah it wasn't it wasn't that big so um and then and then those so okay so did you re- do any retargeting in that campaign yes so okay. From the video views, I I set up a like an offer ad to everyone who watched more than fifty percent of the video. Of the video, okay. So everyone who got the offer knew about the TV, they knew about the the store, the location. Yep. And so they didn't they didn't have any like, do you call it scarcity? They or like you you put a you break down every like doubt they have about the. Yep the offer and all of that so they know it's legit and you give them a good offer and and then what was the offer i think it was like i think it was like i can't remember it was 50 or 100 bucks off okay but it wasn't like but that's like a four thousand dollar tv or something or how much like a thousand dollar tv no yeah it was like 2k okay so it was like 2000 so you 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 did a a retargeting ad a hundred dollars off a two thousand dollar tv and he Mm -hmm. sold out of the tvs yeah with the ad spend of like total like for the both campaigns i think it was like like it was it's crazy i think it It was was under 50 bucks huh yeah 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 it was like i think (laughs) amazing bucks for the bucks that's amazing Okay, so you have you have the electronics store. What other types of businesses did you approach and how did you connect with them? Yeah, so I approached like I wanted to like test out a lot of different types of businesses just to see what's a fit and what is not a fit because yeah. the only thing or the only way to find out for me personally is to try. You have to try sometimes. So yep. um, as you said before, I had a sushi restaurant that was on a trial month and just to like see if they yeah was feeling it but they they ended up like i gave them like super good price but they still couldn't afford to pay it because he told like he had personal issues and all that so uh, he couldn't keep going with it but tested the sushi place out and just like i built out this strategy that maybe i'm gonna we, maybe when I come to LA, we can like share this in some way. Like it's super effective when approaching businesses. And uh, like I, 
from this like method, I got in like a nine out of ten closing. Okay. Before before you say that, I we didn't say this in the beginning, but just for anybody that hasn't heard me say this before, I me and me and Mikey make bets all the time. Mikey makes bets all the time. Me and Mikey. Oh, yeah. And so Lucas hit me up after he signed up his first month and he did pretty good his first month, but he's like, Hey, my second month, if I do $10,000 or more, I'm going to, you have to take me around LA and I'm flying out to LA. And I was like, all right, deal. And he did it, which is why we're interviewing him right now, but <laughs> he did it. And, and he called me after the month and he's like, I just counted up all my money. I did 10 K. This is amazing. So um, back to your story, you created a method. Yeah. Okay. So are you going to share that method up, right now? Or is that a secret method yeah. that we're going to reveal no, in the future? Oh, no. Like the OmniFam gets, gets all the info, you know? All right, let's go. <laughs> let's hear the method. Yeah. But yeah. So like I can go on it like pretty like overview. So the thing I do, <clears throat> I go into the business like as I said before, like not dressing up as a salesperson, like just mm -hmm. being like a, a nice dude, like just yeah. like getting on their, like their level and just being human. And <clears throat> I go in there and like, tell them like, I looked at your social pages and I looked at your Instagram, Facebook, your Google and your website, you don't have a pixel or whatever. And I've seen all these things that you're doing really well, but you're missing out on all of this so if you want to be able to like fully take advantage of everything on the platforms you should you should like focus on this and like maybe some paid traffic to like improve all of this and uh, mm -hmm. uh, just give them value like in a really nice looking presentation and um, every time i show them the presentation like in the, the first like Oh, what should that, what's the cost of that? Like if, if you show us and I'm like, no, I just want to show you for free. Like I, I, I like what you guys are doing and nice. I just want to be able to help you in some way. And then, then they're like, yeah, sure. Why not? Because it's often the hardest part is to like get time with the owner or the decision maker. Yep. So just by like, stepping in and like offer something valuable for free like the information i'm giving them it is like super valuable i could charge them money for just like taking like taking the like showing them the presentation because the 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 knowledge that goes into the presentation and the uh, the preparation all of that like it takes some time and it takes some knowledge but like it, the value from like me putting in this work to make this presentation and showing it to them, it makes me like I have this authority over yep. them. Like I'm giving them value, so they feel like okay, what can we do for for you after you showing us? So I I like from the presentation, I slowly but smoothly uh, turn the presentation into some sort of sales pitch without being a salesman. Uh, and how I do that is just uh, telling them what I do, what I do for other clients, the results I bring other clients. And like by then, they, they, they are the ones that are interested in Love like, it. knowing more about it. So you create an awesome presentation that realistically adds value. And then you add in social proof throughout the process 
on yes. and you just demonstrate social proof. We do, this is what I did for this person. This is what I did for this person. This is what I did for this person. And then they, they're, that builds in turn builds your authority and then you build trust in the process. And that's a great strategy. That's a great one. Um, all right, cool. So sushi, uh, lamp store, no parents, parents lamp store, electronic store, any other types of clients. And you basically just attacked your town, right? Yeah, basically. Which is yeah, a good so. strategy. And it's a great strategy that because targeting local businesses is, is very, it's a lot easier to target a local business on Facebook and Instagram because you can geo target because you can target by region. Exactly. So that narrows down, um, depending on what service they offer, it narrows down your, 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 uh, region by a lot and you can focus in within a certain region. Okay. Um, any other types of clients that you went into, you want to mention? Yeah. So I got some other lamp stores. So it's a Shane. So actually okay. my, my my aunt has 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 another like store lamp store in another town so i took over their social pages as well and did they mark did their market marketing and uh, like n now i actually scale to not having only local businesses so i actually have some okay. clients that works like all, all over sweden for example uh, so what types of businesses like it could be like services like apps for example i have an app and this i just signed this uh, super stoked on this i signed the uh, uh, a new coffee brand here in sweden okay. it's gonna be like super high-end coffee brand so and I'm how did you connect with like, them is that a, a networking thing or did you call on them okay listen to this and this is something i want everyone to like to listen carefully to and i went into this barbershop, a high-end barbershop okay. with exact method I told you guys before. Mm -hmm. uh, went in there, like, pre like introduced myself and showed them my presentation. They told me like, yo, this is super interesting, but like we have some, like we have some issues, like we're going to fix this and like write down your email and your phone number and we will contact, contact you like in a couple of months or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, cool. Let's do that. And while I'm there giving the presentation, there's a guy who gets a haircut, who hears me and sees me until when I'm about to leave, he goes, he goes up to me and tells me like, dude, I love your, your energy. Your, I know you're like, you know what you're talking about. And I'm actually starting up this coffee brand with my friends. We have bought a, a roastery here down in it Italy and we we're gonna do this like all in and we got a meeting a couple of days later and we we connected and yeah so we signed awesome and that that one's a retainer right yeah exactly so that's a retainer and we actually gonna like we have put up like the bigger they get like scaling the mm -hmm. more yeah, the more my salary is going to be every month. Yep. And so that's awesome. So a coffee brand and that, that is a great lesson because you went in and pitched a barbershop, which yeah, barbershops, exactly. uh, nothing negative about barbershops, but there, there's certain businesses where it's, it's more difficult to have a lot of marketing budget and a barbershop would be one of those businesses where it's tough because yeah. it's a service-based business with a physical location. It's tough to have 
a ton of extra money to do marketing. So you're pitching to a barbershop, which could have been a small retainer potentially, or some project yeah. work, like maybe a site. Yeah, um, exactly. And then someone overheard that and you landed a bigger client because of it, which is exactly. a great lesson. Okay. And, and it sounds like you didn't really stick within a certain niche. You went to a bunch of <clears throat> sushi, electronics, barbershop, coffee, app. You're going to all these different, these different businesses and your approach is it pretty much always the same. You create a valuable presentation for them and then build, build authority and trust in the process. Yeah, exactly. So also I don't try to sell when I work in all these like different types of businesses, I don't try to, to like sell them on anything that the business don't need. Yep. Very, uh, like very for, good. Yeah. For example, like the electronic store, they don't have like the best website and like they don't have like no reason really to have a website that is like super high end or whatever. Uh, so we like, we don't focus on like driving traffic to their website mm -hmm. because that won't do any good. So we focus on like, what can they actually, what can actually bring people into the store? And like, that's the hardest part because like you can't track how many people you bring into a physical location, but you can like put up these like strategies that are, are proud, like they should, should bring people into their business. Yep. And like, that's how you have to do it when, when they don't have like a, a website where they sell something or yeah. like calls or whatever. Yeah. So the first, or excuse me, the second month when you did over 10 K, um, how much of it was retainer at that point and how much was project? Uh, retainer work was probably, I would say like 55% retainer and okay. 45%. So by the second like month, project you were able to bring your retainer work up over 5k and then you, you added in the project work and did a lot of it was video work. If I remember correctly. Yes. Okay. So, and then since then you've started to bring people on or partner. If, if you're not at the employee phase yet, you've brought people on. Tell, tell me who, who have you brought on and how are you approaching kind of scaling what you're doing? Yeah. So what I'm looking to do now, like I, I'm so like, yeah, I'm, I don't, I can't afford like having a full-time video, video, like a video guy or a whatever. So I've I'm like made this deal with first, I have a, like a pretty good web developer, like who makes awesome websites. Like he's okay. super, that he works full-time with it on the side as well. So he, he, I have that guy who can like make good websites and I also okay. have this uh, like a photographer, like he is, uh, he's super talented as well from all of them are from my town. And he's and, the one that uh, shoots, like if people check out your Instagram, he shoots a lot of the stuff, stuff on your Instagram, right? Yeah, he's, okay. he's the one shooting all my photos on Instagram. So shout out to him. And uh, uh, yeah, and actually we spoke before I started working to working with him. I spoke to you, Eric, about like, how should I like, that's right. You helped me out with that. So thank you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so those two are the ones that I have like helping me out as well. But I eventually want to get as you, as you do, like have a Facebook guy and mm -hmm. like who can manage like all the Facebook ads and make them like super high end and get like incredible results. But what I'm starting to like realize is, here 
here where I live, there's not a lot of people into all of this. Like, there's no one that really understands the the digital era of like mm-hmm. marketing and social media marketing, and so which creates yeah. an opportunity, which has created an opportunity for you. It yeah, also exactly. probably makes it a little bit more difficult to talk people into it that don't get it. Yeah. Definitely. But at the same time, you've done that. Um, and then also you moved into an office, correct? You got your own office? Yeah, yeah I have my own office. now. How old are you, 19? 20. 20, 20, 20, 20 and you have your own office. Love it. Yeah. So that's that was like a big accomplishment. So my next move is like I want to get my um, I want to move out and get my own place. So that's my my next goal. <laughs> there you go, dude. I love it, man. I love it. Okay, so so is there anything in that that 10k month, your second month that we didn't cover? Because that's what I want to focus on for yeah, this. Yeah, because yeah, I yeah. always say that in the podcast. So I want mm-hmm. people to hear the actual story of how you did it. Yeah. So one yeah. thing that I want to point out is you went in, you talked to people and something magical happens when you go out. Um, and I always talk about this, uh, magical things happen. Uh, we always talk about this in sales is that when you go out and get in front of people, magic happens, things start to happen. You start to meet people. Some people, are hard to deal with other people you form relationships with and end up working with. But that's one thing to point out is that this didn't just kind of happen because, you know, you knew someone because some people, they have a connection and that's how they get their first client, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, you ha- you kind of got your first client that way and you did use that yeah. as leverage, but really at the end of the day, you went out and you talked to the guy at the electronic store and you sold 12 huge TVs for him, which is Amazing. Exactly. He was stressing yeah. that he got 12 instead of three. He sold him out and that was a huge win. Why? Because you went and talked to him. Um, you've come up with a method. Uh, anything else in that, that big month, you know, you really had to hustle. I remember when I talked to you and you're like, dude, I'm adding it up. Like I, I'm going to do, I can't believe this. I'm going to do 10 K you really hustled. So let me ask you this of, of all the businesses that you talk to, I would guess a lot of those just turned into like project work here and didn't turn into retainers. Yeah. No. So, yeah. So in that month I had um, one, the social place, mm-hmm. uh, I was on like a test month just to see if they, how they was feeling. So like that was only one month with them, but like pretty much the rest of the retainers, I still got on retainer, yep. like satisfied with what I do and uh, all that. So, and the project worked like, yeah, still like they're still satisfied. I have some upcoming events that I'm going to do some more project work with the same brands. Uh, so they're satisfied as well. So what I like would, would like push on a bit is like, first of all, you shouldn't be afraid to, like if let's say you you can make some videos and like somebody asks like a company asks you like can can you make this type of video for us like even if you exactly don't know for sure how to do it like say yes and try like you can you can figure it out like do your research and like 
test out as much as you can in like before and just like go out there and like because a lot of people can do a lot more than they think they can and that yep. will, I realized that in, with my 10k a month is you can do so much more than you think you can do and uh, uh, yes so that was like super surreal when I found out like damn I I didn't think I could be able to do all of this but yeah I, I it's funny it it's funny because that's a good point. So I'm going to, I'm going to kind of weigh out both points. I'm just going to weigh in here is that, uh, so until you're a, a larger agency, not you, but just in general, until someone's a larger agency, there's going to be certain gaps and, and it's good to say yes. And I've done that also at the same time, it's good to connect with other people who are really good at what they do and have those resources. I've connected with people. I don't do SEO. I've connected with people that do SEO. So when someone needs SEO, when my clients need SEO, I get it done really well for them. And I take a small percentage of it as yeah. opposed to saying, oh yeah, like uh, even a lot of guys who make money with SEO. Oh yeah, I do that. And they really don't do anything. Exactly. Um, so connect either say yes and grow and learn or connect with people, which you've done both or connect with people who are really good at what they do. And, and so that that way, even if you're not making a ton of money on it, that way you're providing a good service. What, what not you, but what people don't want to do is say yes and then do a terrible job and lose them as a client. But yeah. if you can grow into it, like you're talking about, absolutely say yes, go home, figure it out and make it happen. Um, I've even yeah, gone so out and a, go ahead. A, Yeah, that's a great point because um, like, for example, uh, video work for me wasn't like, I didn't like really think of video work like in the beginning, like as a, as a product that I was going to serve, uh, but like because i didn't think i thought it was so like so difficult to make these professional looking videos but mm -hmm. uh, it started off like a uh, like one of my clients asked asked me if they could do a video and i was like yeah we can try it out see what happened and uh, like from that like i started to like that as you said like i grew into the like the video part of everything but uh, as you also said like I can't make good websites. I don't know how to do that. Yeah. So that's why I got someone who's really good at it. Yeah. Can, can do it for me. So when he has provided a good job, the person I connected uh, that, yeah, who asked me for the. They're going to be happy. Website, they're going to be super happy. They're going to yeah. be super stoked. Uh, and that's also important to like deliver a good job because, and also with, with like when it comes to Facebook ads and all that, you can. Like you can go every month, like sign 10 new clients and next month lose all 10 clients. Absolutely. And that's not how you want to like have your business model like to look. And it's important to like, I always tell my clients, I, I don't want anything short term. Like I don't want, want to work with you like one or two months. I want this to work out for a longer period of time that we can connect like, like we we as a bis two business owners can connect and like talk about like how, how everything's going yep. and all that. And they always appreciate me being open and being honest and not like pushing them into like some scammy 
deal with yep. like that some other marketing agencies do and this is actually a pretty common thing in marketing and by agencies oh yeah they're like selling you on yeah you can if you pay like uh, 3k every month you get all this this and this and uh, we have this uh, setup fee on 1k and all, like all these like bullshit things that yeah makes me mad <laughs> for sure and the, the seo is kind of notorious for that because you can do work or not do work and i've seen so many seo companies sign sign businesses up put them on like a monthly 800 500 whatever 1200 charge and then really not do anything um and, and it's bad business it it it, it isn't good for anyone so, so just to, just to kind of clarify, let's, let's break this down. So it's so easy to throw out like our student got did $10,000 a second month, right? Well, we just broke it down. What you did, you signed up, you went through the course, you had a little bit of experience beforehand. You knew how to create content, which most people do. Yeah. You, you had a test run where you did it for your parents and then a little bit, right? You took a yeah. couple courses before you ran a few Facebook ads yourself. And yeah. then you went out and you talked to people. You came up with your own strategy. I didn't teach you that. Um, I've since used that strategy, very similar to that strategy. Um, you came up with your own strategy of creating an awesome presentation. And then you went out and essentially cold called on these businesses and as a 20-year-old, got over $5,000 recurring revenue, retainer revenue a month. And uh, that's the strategy you did. So you have that retainer. It's between, what, what is it now? Between like five and seven or what's, what's your monthly at right yeah, now? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And now, like, now I have all these, like, I have a bunch of like clients that have, uh, that I'm about to sign, like I'm, I'm 90% sure I'm going to sign like all of them. It's two new businesses. So if I sign them, I probably will be up like close to 8K on retainer. retainer. But it's, it, it's important to tell like when I made 10K on that month, it think mm -hmm. it isn't, that wasn't my retainer work. Like 10K is like all of my work put together. Yeah. So like we don't want to like glorify like, oh, I made a, uh, from 500 bucks a month to 10k retainer in just two months no that's that why i'm having you on the show because yeah. i want i want to break down what it realistically looks like so that month you did 5500 retainer and then you the rest of it the other 4500 or about 5000 was project work now exactly. you're now your retainer it's been three months four months now now your retainers in the five to seven but you still have project work coming in so you'll have exactly. some months where you do nine, some months where you do 14, but still as a 20 year old, and that's, that's why I love this interview and love the success that you've had because you kind of just went out and said, I think I could do this. Went out cold, called people, put strategy to it and did it. So that, that's a testament that it can be done. And we just broke down very practically how you did it. So, um, it's funny because another thing let's let's talk about for a second is you start with SMB or small business and now you're getting into bigger brands. So you're starting to do marketing for bigger brands, for apps, 
for, for full brands, like the coffee brand, um, which I think is a really good way. Unless you, unless someone has like an in to get started with the bigger brand or they're very experienced, like say they're a really good filmmaker, um, or they're just, they've worked for huge agencies doing Facebook ads or something of the sort where they're really good at it and they can approach larger brands. Starting with small businesses is a great way to start. You're not going to make as much money. Um, but it's a great way to start and get a retainer base like you have. And then it's important also to point out like you just did that, you know, you're going to have some retainer retainers are going to come and go. That's the nature of the beast. Um, but you always want to keep a threshold there and that's essentially how you did it. And it's, it's how you got your own office. Um, you're now networking, having people work with you doing deals. Um, so I mean, that's how you did. Is there anything of the story we left out from, from yeah, the, yeah, the I think it, we can go into like, yeah, because I really enjoyed you guys talked about before, like when you went into like when you, you get a client that actually want to like leave, like you, a client that can't like keep going with you because mm-hmm. like the first time that happened to me, it was like, it was a cafe, like a, a high end cafe. And we like mm. put all this effort into it. And like, we, I thought we like made some good results, like for this, like the short period of time, we actually had everything like going. Uh, but like <clears throat> they reached out and was like, yeah, can you come down and talk? Uh, and I like, when they told that, I was like, it was like a breakup. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they was like, yeah, it's about to come. <laughs> but yeah. they told me like, we're super happy with every like all the results you bring like when it comes to like Instagram, Facebook and all of that. But like we haven't seen like any new clients that come into the cafe. And first of all, like the only like way to track that is by them looking at all of their clients. They can't tell in any other yeah. way. And they told me like, yeah, uh, this isn't, it hasn't bring, brought in any new people. And, and I told them like, yeah, like we, I think, probably think we have brought in some new people because like we have grow like grown like 300 percent of your like instagram followers and your facebook followers in almost a month uh, but uh, and like start to do this all like uh, top of mind awareness like ads and everything so we definitely brought in some new people but they'd like yeah, we haven't seen the result we was hoping for, like when it comes to profit. And, mm-hmm. and I told him like, yeah, I probably think it's because we only have been doing this for like, like one and a half month. Yeah. So like, uh, you can't really like, it, it isn't like a quick fix to like, it's a, it's a, you have to work for everything, all the results you have to work for. But like, they was like, yeah, we, but at the moment we can't really afford to put this money into, marketing and but like we love you and we love your service and everything yeah. you've done for us but it was still like a, a setback because like from having like one of one of my biggest biggest clients just to like drop in a second probably like almost so that was a, like a crazy feeling but now when you i heard you guys talked a bit about it and like i'm starting to like okay this is how it how it's gonna be like being a business owner and having my own business yeah like some people are gonna have to yeah yep and, and and that's why i always recommend having a threshold where you want you to be how much how much business you can you can fulfill 
and having a threshold of never, never drop below this amount. Always be developing new business. Don't oversell so your team can't fulfill what you need to do, but don't drop below this threshold of a retainer because you need that retainer to stay afloat. Um, and just never have a threshold, never drop below it and expect people to drop off. You just have to, even if they're, you know, close, they're your friends, it just happens and it, it is painful, but you have to expect it in agency work. Agencies, companies switch big agencies all the time. Um, so awesome, dude. Okay. Be prepared to lose clients. What else? What else did we not cover? Let's, let's, uh, I think we've touched, go ahead. I have another big one that has okay. helped me like a lot. Like it hasn't helped me that much before, but now I'm actually like starting to realize the power of it. So I started to like uh, do these like small Facebook ads for my personal brand. Oh yeah. Uh, target, targeted to like the, the entrepreneurs, the business people. And like, like I have, on my page, I have skateboarding and I have like, oh yeah, the business profile the business side of my life uh, so i combined those two but uh, i i just did an ad reaching out to the business people the entrepreneurs and all of that so i did that and like start to build my personal brand more as a more as like a business owner slash yep. skateboarder everything uh, and from me doing that and start talking about it a bit more in my youtube videos like i haven't that big of a following on youtube but like still just me talking about it and like building my personal personal brand around it has yep. gotten me like one of these the clients that I'm potentially going to sign reached out to me for seeing he saw my ad on Instagram reached out looked okay. at, he looked at my profile uh, saw that I was like legit uh, we hopped on a call we talked and uh, yeah and we have a meeting in two hours. Oh, really? Yeah. That's awesome. So that, that came from the ad that you ran. He ran a Facebook, uh, or no, an Instagram story ad that was like, hey, I'm, I'm Lucas. I own an agency. Uh, check out my profile. So th that's the sum up of what um, he did. And so this person saw that, went to your profile, contacted you, and you have a meeting today. Yes. Awesome. So always and be building. Also like a couple. And also a couple, like uh, I have two other clients that have, or two other businesses that have reached out to me to, uh, to yeah, potentially work together. So one of them I put down because they didn't seem like it was a bit scammy. I got the scammy mm -hmm. feeling. Yeah. So I put that down and the other business sounds super like potential as well. So I'm going to see how that turns out, but just like the power of uh, just building out your personal brand. Yeah and like try to network as much as you can and put out the the information that you actually know the the, the things you do and people actually going eventually will start coming to you so you don't yep. have to look everywhere for clients dude love it all right lucas well i'm going to i'm going to cap it there thank you so much for coming on and real quick Stay tuned, you guys. We're going to do a piece on Lucas when he flies out here in September. You're, it's September, right? September. Yep. He's going to fly out here in September. Uh, we're gonna, he's staying in Venice. We're going to make a piece on Lucas and his story and his background. Um, 
so I, I, and I wanted to do this today. I know I kind of said this before, but I wanted to do this today just because, you know, there's all these programs out there saying like 10 K sign up, you know, like this, this is a real story. Like, as you can see here, this is like as real and authentic as it gets. You see his background, you see what he did. It's very straightforward, totally doable. Um, our guest last, last week, I think was Finn McKenty. He was like, yeah, I paid off $90,000 in student loan debt from doing freelance work. That's what he did, you know? So it's totally doable, guys. Uh, anybody interested in the program, feel free to hit me up. Let's plug your stuff, Lucas. Where can people find you? So you can find me on Instagram at Lucas Lindstrom. <clears throat> and uh, YouTube, I also have a YouTube channel, but that's all in Swedish. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe I have to switch it off to English sometime soon. But that's awesome, dude. Instagram is like my primarily focus. Yeah. And if you have any questions about Avni as well, don't hesitate to. You can always shoot me a DM. I'll answer everybody who. Dude, did, by the way, did you see Skate Nights at 15,000 views? What? No yeah. way. <laughs> so uh, let me fill the. Let me tell the audience. So. I, I did a segment with Mikey called skate night at, at Beebles park. And, um, we just got super busy. I did it about a year ago. I did with one with Chris Chan, like Chris Cole, Malto, P rod, Mikey, everybody was there. And then we got super busy. And then I decided to do one like a week and a half ago. And I was like, ah, it'll probably get like a hundred views. Right. I posted it last Sunday it just keeps going. It's at 15,000 right now. Dude. And Lucas yeah, is in the video. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, I, I think I'm going to keep doing that. I love the roots that we have in skateboarding, moving into the business world. And the cool thing is now you have guys like Gary V, Andy Frisella. They, they have their roots, their, their cars, their, their wine or tech entrepreneurs, yeah. For us, our roots are in skateboarding, but we're all doing business. So, Lucas, thanks for sharing your story, man. And uh, we're going to have fun while, while you're out here, dude. We're going to have fun while you're out here. Yeah, it's going to be so much fun. We have to film a skate night also. Oh, we will, dude. We will for sure. We'll film a skate <laughs> night. So, so make <laughs> sure you're following Lucas. Make sure you're following Avni Intelligence so you can see all this stuff unfolding. And if anyone has questions, hit me up. Feel free to hit Lucas up. Um, if you have any questions on the program. So Lucas, thank you so much, man. And we'll wrap it there. Thanks, man. Have a good day. <laughs> I'm like yeah, falling asleep. I'm tired over here. So you have a good day, <laughs> man. <laughs>